everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting. Today is our Thanksgiving special episode where we're going to talk about all, all sorts of things, uh, favorite moments growing up, movies, TVs. Uh, we're going to riff rap, talk about what we did recently this past Thursday. Ruthie and Josh are here once again. Ruthie, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. I survived the holidays and made it back home and had lots of food while I was gone, so I'm good. Awesome. <laughs> Josh, how about you? Peter, Ruth, I'm doing well. Uh, enjoyed my Thanksgiving time. I'm enjoying right now my third day of Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, my sister and my nephew are here visiting still, so that was really cool to spend a Thanksgiving with her even though we're a small family. I w- made way too much food, but it was all good, and uh, it has provided us with sustenance for the last three days. <laughs> We've just been drinking like Puerto Rican eggnog. <laughs> Wait, what? Just eating pe- Yeah, so is- Puerto Ricans... Puerto Ricans have this eggnog called coquito. It's made with coconut. It's oh, not really made. I have no other way of like comparing it except for comparing it with eggnog. Hmm, and it that... has way, way, way more alcohol. Way, 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 way. That's fine by me. Actually, what's interesting is so we we did cook a lot. My wife made um, a shit ton of sides that she does. You know, God bless her. Because every every year she comes through with these like amazing sides with the stuffing and you know all all we try to like do our own thing. She does this. She made this stuffing with. It's actually got like dried cranberries. It's got sausage bread. And it's like a, a different take. But I don't know if you had it. I think because you had you actually spent one Thanksgiving here, right? That's correct. Where I fried the turkey, and I don't know if you had That's that right. stuffing. If you remember it, but I I, I love that stuffing. My daughter actually got to make some um, mac and cheese with my wife. So tons of sides. I actually did a rotisserie. <clears throat> excuse me, a rotisserie um turkey i bought a rotisserie and i cooked it on the grill and it turned it out it turned out amazing i brined it for like two days and it was, it was really really good um but as i want to try this uh puerto rican eggnog but it's funny i didn't buy any beer this year this is like the first year i didn't even think about it i didn't buy any <laughs> any alcohol so like, completely... right, ta- turkey's done where's the beer at oh yeah. no <laughs> yeah it was like furthest thing from my mind it's just really weird i wasn't even i, don't, I mean i don't drink routinely every now and then i'll have some guinness or some beer here here and there but i'm not a huge beer drinker but i do love beer and this is the first year where i just didn't i didn't buy any so um it's pretty interesting so yeah so we're gonna start off today's show we're gonna talk about basically um our our current thanksgiving what we did and how it was which we've already sort of kind of started then we're gonna go and talk about our favorite pastimes growing up um i have some nerdy nerdy things that i'm gonna um from my past time, which I, I think is an interesting story. And uh, then we'll go into some of our favorite Thanksgiving-centric moments from TVs and, and movies. So, um, so yeah, Ruthie, what is uh, – you, I think, traveled as well, or you were hanging out with your family. So how, did, how was your Thanksgiving? What did you all do? Uh, yeah, I traveled home. Uh, so most people know, like, I guess my friends that I talk to a lot, they know that, that for me that's about eight-hour drive home. So, uh, I take that long drive home. I took it home. I didn't know if I was going to actually be able to go, but I was able to go and I got there and we had lots of fun and it was cold. So, uh, we got like a lot of warm food going and uh, yeah, just like a lot of cooking. I have a very big family. (laughs) So, um, how many people, how many people was it? (laughs) Uh, on Thanksgiving day in the house, Mm. I think we had, I think it was like 29 people. Oh my so. god! That's I was <laughs> I was gonna be like oh like eight or nine you know twenty nine good grief yeah okay. that's not even all my family that's, that's awesome. just like who's here yeah. yeah it's I'm so used to so many people so that's why it's interesting when I've gone to other people's Thanksgivings and it like you said it's like eight or nine and I'm like wow it's so quiet it's <laughs> like yeah, I'm afraid to say anything like but like at my house it's like who's yelling in that room you know like, <laughs> you just hear somebody you know or. You'll be other people will be like eavesdropping without meaning to, and like you'll ha- you'll be talking to somebody, and somebody will turn their head and start answering somebody else's conversation. I, it's just so boisterous. We are the stereotypical loud, crass Texan family, and they're like, and then if somebody shows up on the doorstep, God help them because <laughs> they're going to get pulled in and shoved a plate in their hand and probably a beer and. How's your day? No, you're here. You get, you get, you have to eat something while you're here. You know, we have plenty. <laughs> so turns into the overfeeding grandma. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, we really, yeah, it's a thing. So yeah, we had a lot of fun, lots of food, lots of fun. Um, 
played some games. And then um, I do a lot of stuff with my nieces and nephews. I have five brothers that all have kids. Um, and I, since I live so far away, uh, I won't be able to do like a lot of Christmas stuff that I get to do with them usually or that I have in the past. So on after Thanksgiving and every stuff at night, we made gingerbread houses to kind of get them ready for Christmas and put up like a um, one of those Christmas countdown calendars and stuff. So oh, yeah, advent calendar, right? Yeah. Advent. Yeah. yeah. Basically now that the Thanksgiving is done, they were, or they've been asking about Christmas. So it was kind of my way of like, okay, Thanksgiving's done. We'll build gingerbread houses and we're going to put up this calendar. And when it gets down to this day, you guys will know it's Christmas time. So now they can start keeping track. So yeah. And then Friday nice. we just, I avoided black Friday crowds. <laughs> so. Oh, you and me both. So I got, I got yeah, some stories. All of us. So. <laughs> I got that's actually a good topic to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any Black Friday. Um, actually, we'll talk about that after. I got, I'm curious to know if you guys have any interesting Black Friday stories. I have like one small one, but that'd be yeah, Black Friday. Did you see? I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures, but we all know based on our last episode how popular the PS5 is. But did you see? So GameStop only had like two consoles on average per store, is what they were saying they're putting out. Someone that I follow on Twitter showed me a picture of a dude with a bed sprawled out by the door sleeping to get like like a cot and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share it on Twitter. What uh, a thug. What a thug. (laughs) Thug. I I just say that's a, that's a dedicated PlayStation fan right there. Maybe he was looking for, I don't know. I think he was there for a PS five, but he might've been there for a series X. Who knows But I'm pretty sure it's just nuts. Like I can never, I don't think I've ever wanted anything that badly that I didn't need where I would, spend the night because he had you know he had to get there on like on thanksgiving night or whatever like no nah, man i'm hanging out with my family i'm you know watching movies and tv right. and you know just um enjoying that time and i just blown away two dudes it was two dudes like one was in a bed and then next to him i think someone was in a cot or something it was like a bed it was like a fold-out bed. i don't know what it was it was a couple of cots it was crazy i'll share it i'll retweet it um after the show but it was it was just wild with with Black Friday. But that being said, Josh, what about you? What did you do um, for Thanksgiving? And you already mentioned that you had family over, um, which was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, what did you do? How was your Thanksgiving? I mean, I just had my my sister and my nephew over, me and my wife. Uh, so actually, funny story. So we didn't make the mistake of buying the turkey the day before, like some people do, <laughs> and then they struggle to defrost it, and then they try to deep fry it, and everybody dies. But uh, so we actually bought our turkey a week and a half before Thanksgiving Day so that it had time to defrost and, you know. But then we put it in our refrigerator and then we pull it out the day before to get it, to prepare it uh, because I'm not, I'm not brining it. Um, we pull it out and the inside of it is still frozen. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, man. So I pull it out, take it out of the casing, and then I put it, in a metal tray and I turned down the cooler, the, the, the cold or whatever, the cold level on my refrigerator, turn it down and I put it back in the refrigerator. So it's not sitting out obviously on my counter. Cause Taurus knows how to jump on counters and eat things. So it's funny. Um, you mentioned Taurus. Wasn't that the dog that chewed my, chewed up my switch? Yes. He <laughs> ate up the control. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So he got for those one of know, mine too, he got one yeah? of mine too. So for those of you who didn't know, that don't know, we don't think we talked about this. I met, I went to visit Josh in, was it Georgia? I visited, we went to. 2018. Yeah, we went, it was in Georgia. We yeah, Savannah. To, we went, yeah, Savannah we went Comic-Con. to Savannah Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. And like, as soon as I got there, I dropped my stuff down and we left and I left my case on his entertainment center and we got back and Taurus had chewed up one of my Joy-Cons. So yeah. That, oh yeah. no. Yeah. But Josh, being the the buddy that he is, he bought me a new Joy-Con. So, and I left him. I think did I leave you both the, the one working good one? No, you, those bought, things they 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 don't work. I thought I got there was. Rid of them. I thought you no. bought two two. Okay, maybe I just asked two years two no. years ago. But anyways, okay, yeah, I just thought that was. Uh, I was actually thinking about that story and how like like you know how some people are just 
jerks and i was just like man josh is such a stand-up dude like he bought he like literally felt bad you could see the look in his eyes he bought me like another joy con like that's why we're friends like, like we that's... went that day like immediately yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so because you know some people were and like then, oh that's your fault like i mean i didn't know that his dog would you know chewed stuff like that and, neither did i i wouldn't expect have expected him to do that either because uh, like he usually goes for like the trash mm, so you're saying like, switch is trash then <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not but it's just weird it's just it's just a weird thing yeah. he's never even since he hasn't done that yeah i'm sorry or i went on a side tangent but i just thought that we no, mentioned it's, the it's switch. cool that's yeah, a funny that's dog. a funny story but yeah. uh so uh get the turkey out go to put it in the go to get it out and prepare it and, and butter it on the inside of the skin and all that stuff and it's still frozen on the inside so i'm like fuck right so i'm like all right Here's what we're going to do. We're going to cook it for an hour over of what we're like what we're predisposed to do, right? So we prepare and get the the basting and everything is done and then we put it in the oven, set it to the temperature, set the timer, and then when the timer reaches that time, I have my thermometer in, my meat thermometer in. I look at it and it's reading 120 degrees. And I'm like, it's been in here for 4 fucking hours. What the fuck is going on? So I'm like, all right. I, if it's raw, it's raw. Like, what do you want me to do? So we left it in for another hour. So now it's two hours over what it was mm. supposed It's only 10-pound turkey. Now it's two hours oh, over. Gosh. Now it's two hours over what it is supposed to be. So I look at it again, and my stupid fucking man brain that I can't read things properly, and I, fa- I fail to follow instructions, I look at the thermometer... And so, like, the needle of the thermometer is turned completely the other way, indicating that the internal temperature was over 200 degrees and that the back end of the needle was sitting at the 120. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, I see that, and I was like, fuck. I was like, started freaking out. I grabbed it. I pulled it out. It had been cooking it. And that's the temperature was at when I first looked at it. So... It had been sitting at over 200 degrees for like maybe an hour and a half, two hours. And I'm like, fuck, this is going to be so dry. It's ruined. But it wasn't burnt. There was no black. It was perfectly bronzed. And I was afraid that the inside was going to be like chalk. (laughs) You're going to cut it open like in, what was it? Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So (laughs) when I I pull it out, I put it on the table. I start carving it. It's moist. There's juices. I was like, oh, shit. And the breasts, which is naturally one of the driest parts of the turkey, if you don't cook the turkey right, is perfect. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, all in all, it all worked out. But I, I lo- that little freak out, me and the, like, me looking, I would love to have seen my face. <laughs> like, me looking at the thermometer and realizing I've been reading it wrong the last hour and a half, just, <gasps> like, just pull it out. Would have been perfect. You're great. But, you have such an expressive face. And now, like, I don't know why, but when you were like, I don't know why, I imagine you going, it's a Thanksgiving miracle. Like, <laughs> you're so excited in your house at the table. Exactly. And then uh, we made Puerto Rican uh, rice with uh, pigeon peas. That was good. And, and red and yellow and orange peppers. Um, we made the coquito. Rachel, uh, April made her famous funeral potatoes. Out of she didn't use like store bought potatoes. She like, what? So funeral funeral potatoes. I'm assuming Ruth, do you know what those are? Yes. Okay, so Ruth knows what they are. Um, it's basically like it's comfort food, but it's like imagine mac and cheese, but instead of macaroni's, it's potatoes, but it has like cream of mushroom in it, and it like sits in an oven. It's like a fucking potato cheese casserole, but oh. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it further than just, you yeah, eat it. Weirded out by uh, the name. Well, like, to be honest, down in the South, we don't call them funeral potatoes. We call them simple potatoes. Mm. But I know what they're called. But yeah, think of like a cheesy potato casserole. That's basically what it is. Like mashed potatoes. Some people use like, you know, cubed or like hash browns. Yeah, we, we use cubed. Yeah. Yeah, the cubed hash brown ones, like you just a bunch of cheese, maybe some bacon, cream of mushroom. Just think of like really creamy, carb loaded potatoes. That kind of reminds me when my my wife sometimes will make twice baked potatoes, but she'll remove them from the skin and then put them in like um 
a casserole dish and leave the skins and then just bake them that way. It's really good. Because I'm not a big fan of the, the twice-baked potato with the skin. I'll still eat it. I just like the potato and the cheesy and the bacon and all that. So it's kind of similar to, like, minus side. Oh, yeah. Put cream it sounds like it. almost exactly the same thing. <clears throat> yeah. It's just so yeah, cheesy. I've never had a, a twice-baked potato. I don't even know what goes I'm in. pretty sure you had one when you're here because we make them every year. You just probably don't remember. It's really Maybe good. Not. Just do, Google it. Make it. It's delicious if you're looking to indulge in some, some carby, cheesy, and bacon yeah, goodness. That's, yeah, that's basically. But, yeah, it's called funeral potatoes because, it, yeah, it's just like a comfort. Like, come on. Like, cheesy potatoes is, like, when everybody thinks of, like, most people are like, oh, what's your home comfort food? Most people be like, man, like, mom's mashed potatoes are, like, really big, baked potato. Just like potatoes. Potatoes are... They can be made so many different ways to yeah. comfort people. Yeah. <laughs> so potatoes are a very versatile potatoes. food. <laughs> they are. They really are. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that sounds like you had some fun with your your turkey. Have you? Do you normally like how many turkeys have you cooked over? I've your only time? made two turkeys. Okay, because you sound like Every, me. Before Rookie. that, before that, <laughs> yeah. before that. I was always going to somebody's house because I've always I've usually been single. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because you, like I said, you came to my house, so like you sound yeah. like me when I was like I was googling and like I'm like how do I even carve the turkey? Like I'm watching YouTube videos and like you know how do I cut it up? And and I've cooked so many turkeys now. I think this is the tenth one that I've done. Um, I've fried, I've roasted, and now I've rotisseried one um, with charcoal, charcoal and and wood chips. So, um, hey, your I turkey looks good. Yeah, yeah. You thank have you. the it was, thing, that thing that auto turns it, or yeah. do you have to do it? Oh no, God, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. four hours. Uh, so that was uh, interesting <laughs> experience because I had to like balance it just right. Because I bought a cheap one. I should have probably splurged on one. I bought one that was like thirty bucks, and I was like, oh, up to twenty pounds, but it was not the best one. I mean, it rotated fairly well, but it was like I spent like probably the first forty minutes trying to balance it just right, and then so what I did was I actually cooked a chicken the weekend before the practice to just kind of get a feel for it just to see how it worked and that was like a nightmare but it turned out really good i used like this memphis dry rub on it and it turned out delicious but it was like quite the experience trying to balance and then i had so that was like what a six pound chicken and then i bought a 13 pound turkey and so that was a lot different to finagle and i learned a little bit more like i didn't tie this the butcher twine tight enough so like the wings were like flapping around as it's like spinning and it was like it's just yeah yeah exactly so like i had to go back and i'm like trying to tie it so i was like you know it's like a what do we say a monkey fucking a football i try to dick around with this thing the whole time so um but it turned once i got it going it turned out fantastic i brined it i usually do a brine where i like boy like it's orange it's like a frozen can of orange juice a gallon and a half of water salt a bunch of seasoning um lime lemon and oranges you boil it and then you just let it cool off drop turkey in and let it sit there for like two days i did like a day and a half and it gives uh so you know like breast meat can be kind of bland you know like it doesn't have a lot of flavor even if you season it <clears throat> so what this does it like penetrates the meat and gives it some saltiness and some flavor and it I, i'm not dark meat person but i will say that this breast meat was way it was the best i was like i'm not i didn't want to touch the the dark meat after i had some of it my wife doesn't like dark meat so i let her have the breast but it was it was really good um so funny thing though is as you can see i have propped up my uh playstation 5 so so those of you who are in our discord or follow me on twitter probably know that i've procured a ps5 because i was very lucky and got one from direct um <laughs> so i apologize I, I, yeah some, some people probably unfollowed me or muted me but it was quite the experience and i got really lucky and i got one from playstation direct it's just like I was at work, had my monitor open, had the, the website on auto refresh, and boom, it just came up right when I happened to look at it, and I clicked on it, and it got me in, and I bought it, and so I got one, and then I got a, I wound up getting Demon Souls, and so back to me cooking the turkey, I finally just wanted, I needed to make myself walk away from it, so I've been playing a ton of a ton of Demon Souls, and I kind of want to get in to see if you guys have caught up in anything because during my time off, I've been playing obviously a lot of PlayStation Five. I beat the story Miles Morales. I've caught up on Mandalorian. I watched Tenant last night, um, which was an interesting movie, um, which I'm going to need to talk to somebody about because I was like, "What? What the hell? Um, what else did you guys? Uh, um, did you guys catch up on anything? Did you play anything? Um, what what did you think watch you were? Tenet on? Um, I got an advanced copy. I was just say it like say it like that 
<laughs> okay, well then um, I guess I gotta wait. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So what else did you guys? Uh, I mean, Ruthie, you seem like you, you. I think you put out that you were just gonna take a break from from all your social media and stuff like that. And you, um, you did chime in our Discord and you know gave us some some nifty pictures and some some food updates, which was great. So, um, did you all catch up on anything while you had some time off? Um, did you play some games, watch movies? Um. I was jonesing to play some video games, to be honest. But, like, I was so AFK. Yeah. It was, like, uh, it's so hard for me. I'm such a workaholic, and it's hard for me to get away. And, like, probably everybody that's listening right now in this voice chat (laughs) knows that, like, it's so hard for me to just, like, step away um, from Ruthland and take a break. But just life has really put me through the ringer the last couple of weeks. And so I was, and I didn't even know if I'd get to go and be with my family or just take a break in general for the holiday. I usually work through the weekends and holidays. I bounce around. And, um, so I was able to go, but like, I literally was like, okay, I'm really going to take a break and like really, really take a break and not do this and actually be away when I'm away. So I like literally like closed everything down, uh, so much so. And I like, tried to take a break from social media and I was traveling and I was like, I'm just going to let everything go. But leading up to leaving, I was working so hard so that I could do that, that I could feel okay doing that. I didn't game for like three or four days before I left. And then I was gone, you know, everybody's on holidays. So I was watching like the kids play their games and people, you know, the few times I would check in people, my friends would be streaming or like in servers, people will be having game nights. And I'm like, I don't want to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm like not at home. I'm just on my mobile phone. And I'm like, this sucks. And then like my one nephew was like, well, I've got a game you want to play on my Xbox. And I'm like, it's not my file. Like I was so, <laughs> like, I was so whiny about it. I'm so, so like, peculiar. <laughs> I like I was like, eh. I was just such a little bitch about it, to be honest. Uh, and then I got back. And then when I got back, I was like, all right, I'm going to play some video games. But I was so born out, uh, burnt out from travel, you know, because it's a long drive. It's eight hours. And I do it by myself. So. Um, I got back and I was like, I'll play something. And I played like a little bit of Sea of Thieves. But even then I was like, oh, I'm just so wiped. But I'm going to be, I'm going to be playing some games today. I'm going to allow myself to take this day to recover and hang out. So, but yeah. Sounds like somebody used to invest in a Nintendo Switch. I was like, hey. <laughs> Somebody was saying, they were like, somebody. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, not going to lie. The Switch comes in. I'm so thankful. Like, I know I bought it for my son. I don't know if you guys know this story. I bought my son a Switch for his birthday. And then we, and you took and it over wife, and you took it from him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. My wife and I took him down to Florida to take him back to his mom. And we all had a birthday party organized at a bowling alley because he loves bowling alleys. And his uncle, her brother, without telling anybody, also bought him a Switch. Oh. <laughs> so we're, I, he's literally has a Switch. It's in my wife's purse. We're in the bowling alley. We're bowling. And then it's like, hey, let's open some gifts. And like I see this box and it has a super huge Super Mario thing. And I was like, did you get him like a Mario set or something? He was like, no, that's a Super Mario Switch. And I was like, what what did you just fucking say to me? (laughs) And like, I didn't get, I got him the regular base one. Like I didn't get him no special edition (laughs) Mario with the red and and green Joy-Cons. Like I didn't do that. Like, so it came with Super Mario, but I bought him Breath of the Wild. So then he was like, now I have two. And I was like, no, you still got one. That's mine now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need two so, switches. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. So that's that's uh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I remember you tell, tell me stories about, um, excuse me, tell me stories about him not like struggling with Breath of the Wild and getting mad like, my daughter's the same way. She was like playing it, and I was like, "Oh man, this is awesome!" Like you know, like tear my eye, you know, watching her play it. And then she was like, "This is too hard. I don't want to play this anymore. I want to play Splatoon." I was like, "Okay, fine, whatever." I'm you know trying to like uh, get them to play something a little bit more difficult, a little bit more engaging. But no, it's all right. Right now, it's Among Us. Splatoon was the game she was playing. Um, but um, yeah, you're right. The Switch is a, a fantastic system to to just pick up and play. Um, 
and just you know i like it because of the portability of it whenever i want if i'm in the bedroom and my wife's on her phone and we're watching not really watching anything but i still want to like be next to her i could just whip out the the nintendo switch and have what the office playing which is always on it's like the background noise of our house oh, and then yeah yeah i know your pain yeah and so i just whip out she'll be shopping on her phone or something or reading stuff and i'll just before we watch better call saul which is oh that's another show that we caught up on was call saul i think we're at the end of episode, season four now so um but uh yeah so let's move on and talk about our favorite memories of thanksgiving um our favorite pastimes what do you guys say sounds Very good. good um all right i'm gonna start this one off because <laughs> this is one that i don't think anyone like um so I'm, I'm half white and i'm half filipino and so this is like this is really gonna show my whiteness i guess for a lack of a, a better term <laughs> but um so there's this song by arlo guthrie called alice's restaurant are any of you guys familiar with this song have you heard it Anyone? No. All right. I put the link in our notes, and, then, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna tweet this tweet this out later. But it, it's this like quirky, like 18 minute song from 1967. Um, it's about he's just singing the song about um, Alice's restaurant, and it's kind of funny and it's quirky. I'm not gonna get into the details of it. I'm just so every Thanksgiving we drove to my aunt and uncle's house, my dad's sister, um, every year, and they they lived in Morton, Illinois, so it was like a two hour drive from where we were at. And every Thanksgiving, this song will come on the radio. And it's like a synonymous song with um, with Thanksgiving. And even now, to this day, I play it and I get like a little emotional and stuff just because, not because of like the song itself, just because of the memories that I have with it, you know, like driving in the car. And, you know, like yeah. some of this on my dad uh, passed away and um, uh-huh. actually tomorrow will be the one year anniversary. So, um, so like I listened to it this year and I was like, damn, you know, I got, you know, I got kind of emotional, but I just like, it's such a weird like tradition for me. Um, but every year it came on and I was like, if you guys haven't heard it, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's a huge song. If you go on, on YouTube and find it, like everyone talks about it, like, oh, like it's not really Thanksgiving unless you play this song. But if you don't have, it usually seems like everyone were for, was forced to listen to it sort of like me in some sort of way, but that like really brings out the feelings of nostalgia and the memories of riding in, in that long drive. Like for me as a kid, that was like the longest ride we ever really did. But <laughs> that was the that was one for me. Um, how about how about how about you, Ruth? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So if I I don't know if you guys know, but I really love food, and so does my family. Um, so uh, so. <laughs> So, like, one of um, my memories or, like, I guess a tradition for us that, like, centers around food is we, like, our Thanksgiving meal is usually done, like, at a weird time of day, which I didn't realize was weird for other people. Like, our Thanksgiving meal gets done at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, which most people either it's lunch, like, you know, they, they have, like, this big Thanksgiving lunch. Or they have like the dinner meal, you know, where you have like the fancy set table and stuff like, or, you know, that was what I was told. <laughs> I would think you'd be surprised because we usually have, we did hours at 3, 3.30. Like we do a mid, like between lunch and dinner, like a liner type thing. Yeah. Like it's in the middle. So like what we do, like the first part of the day is like, we have like finger foods and things like that, like little smokies and like chips and queso mm. and sausage balls and like all the like little snack foods you have all day. And then like while the big meal stuff is cooking and you're prepping all the sides and everybody's running around and kids and we're having fun. And then the like actual Turkey and everything gets done. And by time it's done every, like not everybody, but most people will make like these big, huge plates. And after all the grazing and all the plates and stuff, we're like stuffed. And then we have like 12 pies and brownies and like all this sweets and like literally like, at that point, nobody has any room left for any of it. And we always like crack up about it, but it never fails that like you'll have your first big plate and everybody will like, you know, people start taking like siestas and like napping and stuff because they're so tired and the kids are tired and, you know, and, but it never fails like then like a couple hours later, people have more plates and stuff. But anyways, we have this tradition called like midnight pie party, which basically we realized one year subliminally that like later at night, like at 11, 12 o'clock at night, because it's like an all day thing for my family. Some of us, we just find we just kind of quietly sneak into the kitchen 
And like, well, so, you know, there's like eight of us in there and we're all like got all the desserts now because now we've everybody's rested up enough for like this plethora of like dessert having and everybody's trying different pies. We have this thing where everybody, not everybody, because I said there's 29 people, <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of the adults get their pie. So like somebody wants apple, somebody wants strawberry rhubarb, somebody wants pecan, somebody wants chocolate cream, somebody wants a lemon curd pie. We do our homemade traditional brownies. Somebody wants a cheesecake. Like we have such a variety and basically every year people get to pick like the pie that they make and we all kind of come together and make the pie special. Like this year someone wanted a, some fancy shit they saw on Facebook, some turtle cream cheesecake thing. Hmm. Anyways, the point is we make them all. And sometimes they're experiments, sometimes they're old classics. Um, but like basically we cut up little slivers and everybody's trying everybody else's pies and stuff. And then they're debating like what is the best pie. It's the same debate we have every year and whose pie whose pie choice was trash. Or we talk about previous experiments we've had. And it's pretty funny. It's like this weird bonding just thing that we all like come together late at night to actually finally eat the desserts because we ate so much food during the day. So it's really cool. And it's cool for the adults because like all day there's so many kids running around and screaming and you're worried about feeding them and worried about keeping them busy and keeping them from fighting. And, and so it's nice to just be like the adults and like chill without the kids. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's, that's probably mine. That's, or that's one of mine anyways and stuff. What about you, Josh? Do you have a, Midnight pie party. <laughs> no, we don't have uh, midnight <laughs> pie parties. But hey, Peter, you good? You got COVID? Oh my god! I just started. I've had this like out. <clears throat> I've had allergies okay. the past week. <clears throat> okay, so, sounds COVID, like COVID, but whatever. <clears throat> All right, they put they put they put COVID in your uh, in your PlayStation Five box, whatever. Oh no. <laughs> um, no, I've had a. Uh, we don't have a midnight pie party. We don't really have any. I mean, <laughs> me and April, we're a young family. So I guess we have to kind of, and she's really far away from her family and I'm far away from mine. So we don't really have any traditions yet, you know, like established traditions. We've always either gone to somebody's house or had like one extra person at our house. Like, for example, this year we have my sister and her nephew, but last year we had her sister and her boyfriend. And then every other Thanksgiving before that has been me and April going over to somebody's house. And then, like, they invite a bunch of other people because that's really, like, a traditional thing in the military. Like, yeah, Peter knows, like, since everybody's essentially far from their families and either travel is too expensive or there's not enough time or all you get is the four-day weekend, right? So, like, not everybody travels. So what people will do is they'll literally... Be like, hey, if you guys don't have anywhere to go, if your family's not here, if you're not going to go see family, I'm having the people over at my house. We're going to make a lot of food. And then it'll have like, you'll have like 20 people, 30 people at somebody's house. But when I was a kid, we did have like those massive like family gatherings. And what's funny is like my grand, my great aunts, my mom's aunts, they're the ones that would orchestrate all this stuff. And they were really like, I knew that their food was good. Like, I didn't appreciate it as a kid. As a kid, I was like, I hated going there. They didn't have a TV. There was nowhere to play games. It was just like, sit there and be quiet while all the adults talked. Like, because this was like in the 90s and early 2000s, you know? So like, and they were very old, old women. So like, they had like, a, they had like an old tube TV and their medical, uh, their like <laughs> medical beds in their rooms. <laughs> like, until the year that I got a Game Boy, and then like me and all my cousins would just huddle around me, like <laughs> like freaking out. Um, but I remember I have this very distinct memory. I hope it doesn't uh, like offend anybody, right? Um, there was a casserole on the on the table on the Thanksgiving table, the table that they had that they used every year for Thanksgiving. But the turkey wasn't out. We're waiting. My aunt, who had a glass eye, and was like. It's <laughs> super scary to stare at uh, as a child. She's preparing the turkey. Huh? It reminds me like Bill and Ted. Bill and... <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, yeah. I cannot talk today. Tell you, man, it's COVID. <clears throat> <clears throat> I yes. hope not, because that would really suck. Um, 
I'm saying it reminds me of Bill and Ted's when um, they're in hell and he has to like kiss his grandma. Oh, yeah, yeah, know, like, yeah, the yeah. Oh, gosh, that's says, right. <laughs> <clears throat> Choose yeah. your eternity. So, like, God, that was um, terrible. There's what? this casserole dish. And my uncle, my mom's uncle, so my great uncle, he's it's my grandma's brother, right? He's sitting at the end of the table and he's just like talking with somebody. And I come over and I was about the height of the table. That's how. Like, my neck was, like, the tabletop. So I was a very small child. So I walk over, and I see this casserole, and it looks so good. And I remember smelling it. And I got, like, this overwhelming urge to make, like, this sound. Like, you know, like, when you, like, want to eat something, or, like, you make, like, a like that noise, like, eating something. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, so God. I made that noise, but I did it, like, really loud. And, like over the dish so like even though you can't see it you know that there's particles and shit coming out of your fucking mouth when you make that noise (laughs) so i did it i was like like really really loud in front of the dish and i was my uncle looked down at me and just slapped the ever-living fuck out of me like he slapped the (laughs) shit out of me like i flew like he just no hesitation no joshua he just just hit me so fucking hard and i flew to the ground i didn't even cry too like i was just like yeah that's my bed like i just got up and left well i never yeah i'm say i never actually was uh, um abused on thanksgiving but, slapped that shit out. um i was yeah no i don't think i was abused we <clears throat> Yeah, we played football and it got really rough, but like Nah, dude, I used to get hit. Like I come from a culture where the parents on parent teacher day, the first day of school, they'd be like, "If he acts up, you put your fucking hands on him." Like to the teacher, okay? <laughs> That's him. the way that I was raised. I'm sorry. No, don't be. I mean, <clears throat> I think to a lesser extent, so I can can relate to think once I hit a certain age, my dad was like, "Okay, I think I've beating the shit out of you enough that you should know how to behave. So I was terrified of my father. But um, anyways, the the only, so the only really other story that I have that's actually kind of nerdy was, so my, my uncle was a lawyer, so he's pretty well off, right? And um, they had a nice house and all like, he actually had a rotisserie in his basement and whatever. And my cousins had a TurboGrafx-16, you know, me being like a Nintendo kid and, um, just loving video games like every thanksgiving was like yeah it's terrible graphics 16 like i got to play bonk's adventure and there was a splatterhouse which these games were not on nes or um at the time and it was the only chance i got to play them was at, at their house and there was like a, a couple other games i can't remember the name of them it was like a, a contra style shooter game but i loved playing that turbo graphics 16 like because i think if i remember correctly it was really expensive like it was way more expensive than the nes system or the genesis was and i just really i really loved going there as a kid getting to play that system and um it only solidified my love for video games but that was that's the only other thing that i have and then it's not really a pastime but so i had this five old doll that i loved like i um uh and I, I, it was like big. It was almost as big as me, half the size. I got it for Christmas. It's like one of the first Christmases I can ever remember. And I loved this doll. And then I used to get car sick, and so one Thanksgiving I threw up all over it, and I never wanted it again after that. Like my mom tried cleaning it, tried giving it back to me. I was like, nope, I'm done. Like I, I'm finished with this. And so I'd never. I was just like, that's it. And I never wanted. It. I never touched that thing again after I threw up on it, even though I loved it so much up until that point. But. That's pretty much the only pastimes that I that I, that I have that I can share. That's pretty cool. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Um, do you guys want to jump into the Thanksgiving moments? There's not a whole like, like we kind of discussed before the show. There's actually not a whole lot, but there's some really good ones I think in here that I that I found that we can talk Absolutely. about. You guys ready to jump into those? Yep. All right. Do you guys watch Friends? Mm-hmm. Please tell me you guys watch. Listen Friends. to me. I, I know, know your wife. I, I sit. I sit with her and watch it. Okay, so you see the notes, but my one of my all-time just favorite episodes in general of Friends was season eight, episode right. nine, the one with the rumor yep. that had Brad Pitt as a special guest. As, one of the better ones. Yeah, and I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it again last night, and I was just 
cracking up like the way so you know like the story goes brad pitt was actually fat in high school and rachel was really mean to him and then there's the the i hate rachel club where him ross. i forgot his name what was it kevin was his name no i know ross but brad pitt played will will yeah, Colbert will was his yeah. name and uh yeah and then rachel finds out about there's this club and it's just such a fantastic so one thing that i noticed so i'm like i'm a big office fan josh i know you are with i'm not sure about about you but one thing about the office was i was surprised there was never an actual thanksgiving episode on the office they did christmas and halloween so yeah. that was actually kind of surprising to me and and didn't think about it. but like friends they had a ton of thanksgiving episodes and this is just my favorite one that's why i picked it so what did you guys <laughs> what do you guys think about my pick thanksgiving stuff yeah this is a this is a good choice. Yeah, no, it's like, I think um, it's uh, kind of like, they did do a lot of Thanksgiving stuff. Friends did. Yeah, and there's did, more than they, one episode. Yeah, and they captured like the epitome of like, I'm going to say like all things American when it comes into like, to like Thanksgiving, because they also play like the, um, they also play like the football game, don't they? Yeah. Or at least in one of them, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, first that was one. the first one. They play that, that so they the get into that like, episode. you know, Monica's super competitive, but like really that you always have that one friend that's super competitive at any kind of game, even if it's supposed to be. It's the same thing. Like my family, we play like catch or, you know, like touch football, which always ends up with somebody getting like juke slammed. Like, <laughs> like it's just going to happen. But <laughs> like, yeah, the football game, then the food, you've got the one friend that, you know needs to have it their way, you know, like Joey needs that turkey. It is not Thanksgiving without that big turkey. And he's so angry that nobody's like doing this. And yeah. And then you invite that one person that is awkward or like, you know, in this case, Will like really hated, like he came in and he was already hating on her. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that. They were already married. They were already married. Yeah. 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 That was funny. That must have been fun to shoot. Oh yeah. I bet it was like fun then. Cause yeah. I'll always remember, I think it's in that episode there was such a... when she's like, Joey, what are you doing? You have to save space for the turkey. And he's like, relax. This is, I'm just getting my stomach ready. And he's like, eating chips is like stretching. Like, I always thought that was <laughs> the funniest shit. Yeah, he's hilarious. Or when he the, puts the, on the, the, uh, yeah, the maternity, maternity clothes pants. that Phoebe like, brought. Oh, these for... are my turkey eating pants. Yeah. And he stretches um, out the band real, real wide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There was one, <clears throat> just that one line that Phoebe had, and she's talking to Brad Pitt. She's like, "Just take yeah. off your shirt and tell <laughs> us." <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was so like, funny. Yeah, just because everybody else, is, she's just like, "Yeah, just take off your shirt and tell us." And just like, what, Phoebe? No, <laughs> so funny. And no one like acknowledges and he gets that so, like, when he yeah. gets so mad um, that he's like, "Pass the yams," and she's like, "Will are you sure?" And he's like, "Yams!" Like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so he's funny. like been on, he's like yeah. a no carb diet, I, but he's like, "Give me yams." Yeah, because you supposedly he's supposed to be like really he was supposed to be like really really fat and then he like lost a lot of weight. But yeah, obviously it's Brad Pitt's. So you know, like he looks amazing and he's like fit. Yeah, and, no, the yams part was funny because um, earlier in the episode they're like, "Oh, what did you?" And he's just like, I think he says like, "Oh, you know, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, cut out everything." You know, like he just goes in this extreme diet like yeah. two seconds later, and then he just and he goes, "But really, just you know, little things." <laughs> Everybody's like, "Okay," yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was like a joke. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, yeah, because he brought that dessert. And he was like, "There's no sugar, no fat. It's no good. <laughs> yeah. Just throw it away." <laughs> and then they, the rumor was that um, uh, that Rachel had both reproductive yeah. parts. That was funny. Oh my funny. gosh, that's right. The oh my god, um, one girl wanted to be like you so bad that she wore put a little hot dog in her panties, and she was like, "Really?" <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to make her feel oh better gosh. about it. It was, yeah, that episode was crazy, but yeah, no, it's a really good, like, yeah, that's definitely, and I, I think people that even haven't even seen the show have seen like the, the turkey bit with the turkey on the head thing. That's yeah. A, it's a, Who's in that? a lot of stuff. It's yeah. Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that like the episode where like, not Ross, I'm Chandler, like confesses that he loves Monica, I can't remember. I just remember when he says like I love it was like a really like corny moment, but she was like wearing it and he said I love you. Oh yeah. Thing on her head. Yeah. He's like, oh my he's like, oh my god. Or did they I do that more than one you. episode? <laughs> With the turkey and she's doing that little 
the dance. Yeah, she like freezes, yeah. which makes the moment like less sap, you know, like in their yeah. way, it makes it goofy. But like she can't, re- you don't see her face or anything. So she just like freezes. And she has the glasses <laughs> and the little, the glasses. The yeah, little the, hat. Yeah, exactly. Because she's trying to make him like laugh yeah. and be goofy like him because she thinks she's not goofy enough for him and yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you can tell that we we all en- enjoy friends. To a that's certain also <laughs> the episode <laughs> um, where... Ross is denied Turkey because he can't figure out all 50 states. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have you ever yeah, tried doing is. that? It's really hard. hard. It's like, and then I, I, I Joey possible. walks over and he's like, Utah, okay, you can't make up names. <laughs> he's like, yeah. and he's just, he looks at him like, get away from me. Like, <laughs> um, so Joey's like my favorite character. My wife always makes fun of me because like I... My favorite characters are like the really dumb characters. Like I watch um, Superstore, and there's one. Oh guy, yeah, I the janitor now. But he's the, like really he's Marcus. Like, it's not Marcus. a janitor. He's, he's like, like the, really he's dumb. Like the stock manager, no. or something like that, in the back, or the warehouse manager. Yeah, he, yeah, he works. He ends up working in a warehouse, but he's the guy that cuts his thumb yeah. off in Superstore. I'll never forget. Um, he's the guy that says, the, uh, "Hold up." So you're telling me. You don't poop in the shower and then stamp it down the drain with your feet, <laughs> like <laughs> like everybody else is weird and that's it, that that he's normal. Yeah. It's, oh my god. He has like a bunch of great, but my wife always makes fun of me because I like love the really stupid dudes like in Big Bang well, Penny's yeah. ex boyfriend that's really stupid and and that's why I, I think I started with Joey. He was like one of my favorite favorite characters on the TV. Friends has done a really good job, though, I think, with the Thanksgiving episodes. Like that's and another thing that I I'm, I don't have a um, a whole lot to get into on Brooklyn Nine Nine, but they have a lot of um, yeah uh, Thanksgiving episodes stuff, yeah. that are really good. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And, Especially uh, the one, yeah, because Amy is a control freak and she wants the yeah. beautiful, wonderful dinner, and then you've got Jake who's just never really had any of that and so it just gets chaotic yeah no they did good with their holiday stuff too his father cuts off his thumb yeah, yeah. <laughs> right twice he cuts it off twice oh that's right the show, yeah. But, yeah. twice yeah <laughs> he like goes something he's like squirting out um so the other so the spider-man is not really a thanksgiving movie but it had like the iconic scene where um green goblin or dr norman realizes that Peter Parker is actually Spider-Man because he's bleeding from where he cut him. Um, it's such a like great scene, but a lot of people now are trying. I don't know if you saw a lot of people are trying to like fat like say it's a Thanksgiving movie now, but it's. I mean, it's really not in my opinion, but it's like such an iconic yeah. scene from he that moment where he realizes and he's like, "Oh, I'm out. I know who you are." When he's and holding like him and he's like, so. <clears throat> "How did you hurt your hand again?" And he's like, "A bike messenger knocked me down." And he's just like, you see him just filled with rage, like because he's like, "God damn it." And I'll always remember when he, I forget what exactly he reaches for, but he tries to put his hand in something on the table, like in a piece of food, like yams or, or something. And Aunt May fucking smacks his hand like this grown, this grown man who's oh, the yeah. CEO of this like multi-million dollar company. And he's also the Green Goblin and like murders people. But Aunt May's like, and he's hand. like, I was like, what compelled you to do that? Like, usually you have... It seemed like such an out-of-character thing. I feel like the movie only did that to have that moment eh. of... To show that moment of rage. Like, because, like, when you, when you talk it. to him... Yeah. When you talk to him... When anybody talks to him throughout the movie, he seems pretty well-mannered. But then to do <clears> something <throat> so, like... Ugh, well, you start... Well, you know, he's, like, messed up, and he's, like, like Ruthie said, he's starting to, to lose yeah, it. He true. can't keep it together yeah. at that point, you know? Um, Ruthie, what did you think about Spider-Man being that being a Thanksgiving scene or it being a Thanksgiving movie? Well, I mean, um, you said it wasn't a Thanksgiving movie, but <laughs> so it wasn't. But that is a – it is a – I always love – I don't like drama movies, but I do like those like spill the tea moments in movies, especially over like holidays. There was like this post. I don't know if you guys have seen it going around Facebook. I don't know. It's it's probably not real, but if it is real, I think it's just crazy petty. But also it's like the drama. But there's like this. There's this post uh, that this guy invited. um but anyways, the, the point is, is that, um, oh gosh, hold on. I'm going to sneeze. 
Well, I'm gonna mute. <laughs> Do it. Let it go. Do it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> No, I can't see. That's it. how you keep somebody from sneezing. You you dare them look to. Look up at the you light. Tell them to do it. And That's what I do. Yeah, I, I heard up. if you look up and you like hold your nose too. Like if you take your nose and hold it. Okay, anyways. But the point is, is that, um, okay, so <clears throat> anyways, the, the point is, is that, so here's the post. It's like, okay, this is what this guy posted. My mom invited Kevin to Thanksgiving dinner. Kevin is the man my Aunt Cheryl has been having an affair with. Kevin invited my Aunt Cheryl to dinner at a friend's house, but she said no because she was having dinner with family. So Kevin is going to his friend's house alone. This friend's house happens to be my house. (laughs) My Aunt Cheryl is having dinner at my house with her husband. Kevin is also my mom's coworker. Cheryl met Kevin at a bar when she told my uncle she was working late. Kevin showed me a pic of his new girlfriend two weeks ago. I told my mom to invite Kevin. I can't wait to sit next to Kevin. Aunt Cheryl ruined my relationship a few years ago, and I told her to count her days, and that day is today. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And that's what he said. So, like, the point is, is like... What a web! I know! It was such a tangle. When I was reading that post, I was, like, literally, like, cracking up because I thought, oh, no. Oh no. And, and then, then it gets end, worse he, and worse yeah. and worse. And then he's just all like, he goes, she did this and I told her that it would come. And then he's just like, and it's here. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so like, I love those like entanglement things. So like media does it really well uh, and stuff like that. And so I don't know. It's, I liked the scene for the like underlying drama tension because, you know, Thanksgiving's supposed to be about like, let's have food and let's have you know, family time and be grateful, but most families are completely nuts and it's not always super dramatic, but sometimes there's very dramatic strained relationships and things going on behind the scenes, but everybody's supposed to sit at the dinner table and be completely chill with it. I think there was like this kid show once where like super villains and superhero families had to sit down together and pretend to get along because it was like a mill and the villain that was pulling all the strings is like, we're going to have a nice mill, you know? And it's just like, nobody. This sounds like yeah, a robot chicken. Like episode. Yeah. I swear robot chicken did this. Oh yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah. Didn't robot chicken do it with like the star Wars one too. Like when they're all sitting down there, we'd be, they, they we'd be happy did. if you join us and they all have to sit down there. And then, and then <laughs> Lando's so. like, you ever had soup this good princess? And she's like, yeah, on Alderaan, <laughs> and Vader's like, let it go. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, like there's inviting and stuff. We all have like family times where our families go through like these fighting phases. So I think I like that in movies when it's supposed to be a beautiful, like, it's probably a great tasting meal and stuff, but every's there like bitter and like trying to not say a lot. And then, like you said, Aunt May, you've got that family member, the older woman that doesn't care what's going on. She will smack your hand. She will tell you to behave. She doesn't care if you're, you know, a grown ass five year old. That would yeah, be my like, grandma. You got that uncle that'll slap the shit. That would be my grandma. Yeah, or the uncle. Yeah, when you make like whatever. You were being a damn heathen, Josh. <laughs> I was. <laughs> smack you. I was being so, a yeah. straight up caveman. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Josh want was, food. Yeah, Josh want food. Yeah, no, like it was. So yeah, it was. It's yeah, not super like Thanksgiving, but like yeah, there's so many moments like that that are pretty cool, and I, I think it encompassed like sometimes how like how awkward and weird. Because also, doesn't he like he insults MJ, which the whole thing is like yeah. Harry was like trying to, in a way, kind of impress his dad. Like I've got this beautiful girlfriend who I think is really smart. And at the end of it, like after everything, his dad's like, <laughs> just like blows MJ off. I forget yeah, I think what he like he shits on her singer. Like yeah, yeah. Insult. That's like. Yeah. And like <clears throat> how many times, like, I don't know about everybody, but you hear about people that will invite like their girlfriends, whether they're like brand new or like girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. But your family, you always have those family members that are like skeptical or kind of treat them like, oh, you're just a passing phase. So it's like when he does that, it's like, oh, everybody's been there for like a holiday. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it's interesting because as I'm older now, like all my cousins, they all went on to become successful lawyers. And I was I visited them and, and my, um, when I went back home for my father's funeral last year. 
I visited them because I hadn't seen them in so long. I mean, we're talking about like 10 years. And like one of them kind of like uh, referenced their political views. And I was like, ooh. I was like, I don't, I'm not on board with that. And I'm just thinking like, man, like Thanksgiving probably would suck for me if I had to come <laughs> come here and think about like listen to them talk about all their political views and how like I'm not in line with mm-hmm. what they think. Like I would not, like I can only imagine like things. I think I saw an article this year about like how everyone has different political views and and how like um attentions that are all time high amongst families and things like that. So I was like and I thought about my family, yeah, I'm pretty sure the we would not agree on a lot of things nowadays. But um so there's not really so there's not really a whole lot. I'm just gonna give a couple honorable mentions before we wrap it up wrap up today's episode. Like obviously obviously growing up, Charlie Brown, Thanksgiving, um like they, they have a lot of great um the Peanuts cartoons have a lot of great cartoons out there and then um, I guess we should talk about son-in-law a little bit because th- I put that on there and Ruthie, you seem pretty excited about that. <laughs> I and, that, that how, one. and I completely, yeah, like I completely, I completely forgot about it until I was like researching and it's like, what are some Thanksgiving movies out there? And that totally was one. And then it, what, like I was a huge, like Pauly Shore fan as a kid, like oh, yeah. a man. Um, in oh in gosh, the yeah. army now mm-hmm. and son in law like he's terrible. <laughs> I like, like how we like we love him. He's terrible movies he was in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Biodome. But yeah, they're like the it would. Oh, Biodome. Okay, yes. like, say what you will about Polly Shore, but he did encompass like an attitude and a generation. And like if you grew up with it, like yes. I did and stuff, you get it. Like you get it. Like if you show it to somebody who didn't grow up watching it. They're probably not going to like it. Like to be one hundred percent honest, they're yeah. not. He's just too ostentatious for like. It's was a phase. Like I think we all went through that phase, and it's like, yeah, he we was get in it. Encino Man. Encino Man, like yeah, he was like he yeah. had like this big, you know, like he had his heyday with all this stuff, and I love those movies, and I'll still watch them now. Like in the Army now, Son in Law, Biodome. So it is my opinion. It is my opinion that in the Army now may be the most accurate representation. Of what the army is actually like. Yeah, like, and I've, yeah, like, I grew up in an Air Force city, so, yep. like, I know it's not exactly the army, but I'm just saying, like, in a lot of ways, I've I've run into, like, a lot of army people and Air Force people, and they're like, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Like, they're like, it's pretty spot on <laughs> in a lot of ways. And I'm like, oh, man. But So it's um, funny, if you, I think there's an interview with Polly Shore out that came out, like, a year and a half ago, two years ago, and he talks about why he's not, as involved anymore like he made a mistake with uh he didn't take a role that people were like dude take this role and he took a different role instead and it just destroyed his career i forget what film it was hmm. i saw him live in palm springs one time when i was visiting florida and he was hilarious and he was like his big shtick was like he was really pissed off at adam sandler for whatever reason because he's like he was projecting like man he's like i'm as funny as adam sandler and i was like this dude's making like 40 million dollars and like what's the difference between me and him and like if you think about it his i mean he could have been on that trajectory of adam sandler because he adam sandler i feel like has a similar type of goofiness and comedy yeah. that Polly short had maybe maybe adam sandler was just more talented because he because he also wrote and directed a bunch of stuff but he was really butthurt about that it was kind of funny and if you think about it they sort of were on that same traject trajectory at that time yeah um but yeah it's kind of it's interesting to see like how successful he was in the 90s and now like he's like nowhere but i yeah, you're right ruthie those movies as a child like like encino man biodome uh in the army now and then son-in-law son-in-law was like I a movie i actually times. had it i recorded yeah, no, it on vhs tape yeah he's just like <laughs> and well and see like i think i love it because like you know, I, I know that the family is not Texan, but like when you have like we it's a joke, like when Country. when a city slicker comes to like dinner. Like I joked about us being boisterous Texans and we're like, get in here, we'll feed you. <laughs> but like he comes in and he's so California city, which is so different, you know, and so loud and so colorful and great in a way. Like his family comes the family comes to love him. But like that's what Thanksgiving, we've always like taken people in. But there are the odd ones you get, and I don't know. It's a, it's a great thing, and then it's showing. It's about showing a different culture and being open to people and being able to enjoy it. But it's a funny, funny show. I, I love that one. I like it. Um, and again, it's got the entanglements in it, <laughs> the trauma, <laughs> the, the, 
the density of the stress just everybody's just on edge yeah yeah, exactly. it's a great, it's a great movie. It's a great representation yeah, of of a visitor coming over for Thanksgiving and being out of his element. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, yeah. So that that is the last Thanksgiving themed um, movie slash TV slash video game that I could come up with. So uh, I think I'm gonna end it here. Uh, I just want to thank you all for. Uh, coming on to talk to me about your Thanksgiving yeah. and to, to just sit back and chill and munch on some leftovers and talk about all things Thanksgiving um, as, as being a nerd and stuff so this was an awesome mm-hmm. awesome time um, do you all have anything else or forever hold nope. your peace for two uh, yeah two uh, weeks maybe we'll be getting into Christmas stuff yes yes maybe I'll be on block leave maybe. oh my god 14 days no shaving oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain. I, I definitely <laughs> sympathize with you. So, um, yeah. So, if you all want to check us out on the on the Discord, the the Twitter, and the website will be in the description. So check us out there. Tell everyone about it if you like it. If you don't like it, tell me about it. Tell us why you don't like it or what we can do to improve. You know, I just want to. We want the feedback uh, about the show. So, for those of you in the Discord server that are listening, thank you guys for hanging out. You guys have been here the entire time. That is awesome. Thanks. Thank you guys so much. Um, so that being said, Ruthie and Josh, thank you guys so much. And Thanks I'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Don't be shitty.